Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome, as always. Thank you for joining us. Delighted to be spending our Saturday with you. Uh, we have a great show, as always, for you. If you want to reach us, you can get us on our Twitter um, at I'm Real Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. You can check out our Facebook page at computerandtechnologyradio.com. And, Marsha, what do they do if they want to tweet us during the show? Well, I'm in a tea chat room, and all our buddies, Jim Katzeman, Marvin, Funtime777, Tom Rubin, El Chorizo, Kurt Boothman, they're all out there, uh, Johnny Hollywood saying hi, and they heard our microphone test earlier. <laughs> yeah, apparently so. We were testing, one, two, three, testing. Uh, so delighted. How was your week? Week was good. So much happened. We have such a great show today. We have we such do. a lineup that I want to just dive in. You, you didn't do anything spectacular, I don't assume. <laughs> I did not. Let me think about that. Uh, no, well, I, well, actually, I should say I did uh, host... Uh, Oh, God, uh, the travel guru who I just suddenly went blank on. Uh, his name Peter? is Distinguished Speakers. No, 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 no. Uh, oh, my God, this is Rick Steves. Thank you, Wade. I hosted Wick, uh, Rick Steves Monday night. That was a lot of fun. Very oh. interesting guy. You know, lots of travel. So that oh. was in. I got in, uh, let's see, this is March, April, May. I have uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, which should be cool. fascinating. Yeah, so that was my week. Other than that, was pretty Are quiet. you wearing and, green today? Um, I actually am, oddly. I do there have some green on me. Yeah, wow. I must have planned that perfectly well. Good for you, because I was going to tell everybody listening to give you a virtual pinch. Hello, Uncle Bill. See you. Good to see you on Tech Radio today. You're so welcome. we have a guest today, which we have a few stories to run over. Uh, and we're going to talk. He was one of the first people to reserve a Tesla Model 3. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, and he's a very experienced analyst, and he's going to talk about his experience. But more important, let's get down to talking some trash. What about the Rihanna, slap Rihanna, punch Chris Brown ad I on mean, Snapchat? Did you see stupid. this? Uh, yeah, it's just so stupid. And deservedly so that Snapchat uh, stock dropped $800 million after we kind of <laughs> criticized them. Uh, didn't make their parent company very happy, I would expect. But you well, found no, that it. Is I, mean, their, just, I mean, that the amazing thing is what people may not remember for those youngins in the crowd. In 2009, Chris Brown beat Rihanna so badly she was hospitalized. Mm-hmm. What, I mean, that's a little piece of history that the kids downloading apps may not know. I right, mean, correct. How, what bad taste can you possibly imagine? The parent company's stock, which is Snapchat, dropped 3.6% yep. for posting the ad. And honestly, I think it's absolutely right. And I think we're in a world where none of this is very funny. And shame on them. And it just reflects that bro culture that I, I'm always bitching about. <laughs> Well, the advertisement, we didn't say what it was, the advertisement encouraged watchers to choose between slapping Rihanna or punching Chris Brown. I mean, how poor taste is that? Oh, my God. I mean, that's you know, shame. And, and this is, uh-oh, do we lose, Marsha? No, I'm here. Oh, I'm good, here. Oh, okay. Um, they also comes upon, what was it, a month or so ago, uh, the stock tanked after Kylie Jenner criticized the new update on Twitter last month. So, uh, you know, you live by the social media sword, you die by the social media sword. So, yeah, social uh, media was... is serious business these days. It's really, yeah. you know, you got to watch what you do. Too many 
passes. And Jim Katzeman says, no day passes without another reason to ask who thought that was a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. Or as they said on the Tonight Show, uh, what were you thinking when Hugh Grant picked up the hooker? What were you thinking? Right. What were you thinking? What were you, know, you I thinking? Always had, you know, when we have uh, celebrities on the show, I always ask the question about Twitter. You know, do you ever say anything that you immediately regret? And the answer is usually yes. Have you done that yourself? No. So you're, I, I know no, how good I you are in social media. Yeah. I protect my brand at all costs. Oh, real quick, because I just love this. Did you hear there was a power outage at Samsung's factory in South Korea? Yes, I heard that. This is like crazy. So it disrupted production, and you figure, okay, it's a half-hour power outage. What could happen? Right. It damaged well, tens of thousands of already processed wafers, and you know the wafers are what they put in the chips? Yeah, right, exactly. But media reports say that the tens of thousands of processed wafers mm -hmm. represent 3.5% of the global nano supply for March. <laughs> that's a lot. That's, that's huge. So, I yeah. mean, this little, you know, disrupted production uh, knocked out 3.5% of the global nano supply, excuse me, nan supply. Right. So um, it was fifty to 60,000 wafers of uh, VNAND flash memory, which represented 11% of Samsung's monthly outlet. In one half hour, pew, pew, Yeah, pew. I wonder how that actually affected their production in terms of getting things to market. I don't know how the Samsung S9 is selling, but it had to have some effect. Yeah, it says Samsung uses this fab. Uh, factory to produce the 64-layer VNAND chips used for right. various applications, and I would assume if just one layer of the, you know, of those 64 layers goes kaput, the other 63 are no good. Yeah, isn't <laughs> until that you crazy? make more. Yeah. Wow. Well, hey, you never know. Uh, Samsung has certainly had their share of problems over the last couple of years. I mean, oh my God. Think about everything that's gone on with that company. I mean, this is probably just a blip in life, but right. uh, had had it not come on top of the uh, exploding batteries, it wouldn't have made probably as big a story. But well, knows, I'm afraid really that they're not they're not as bad off as United. <laughs> uh, no, that's true. They lots of problems. United Airlines is tough. Now you had a Tamagotchi, didn't you? Uh, I did. Yeah, Tamago uh, the, uh, Tamagotchi, which you, you may remember was that little toy, electronic toy, that came out, oh gosh, maybe was it 10 years ago, I'm trying to think, however long ago it actually came out. And it was the toy that they gave to kids, and it was a little like creature, and you had to feed it, and it needed sleep, and it needed hunger. And it was like and a little keychain-sized thing. Right, exactly. A little yeah. tiny black and white 8-bit uh, screen. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was kind of a fun thing. Last week got very, very popular for a while. Well, my Tamaguchi Forever launches on Google Play and the App Store today. Uh, and it's an electronic version, which is, I mean, I think it's kind of cool. I, did you ever play with it when it came out? I loved it. It was so cool. I loved it so much. But after a while, you know, you get emotionally attached. Yeah. And, and you wake up and you want to see your little Tamagotchi. Yeah. And it gets to be a drag. It, well, because it, you, you know, don't want to kill it. And if you don't feed it and you don't pay attention to it, it withers away and dies. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, that's kind of sad. And, uh, you know, the, the game, of course, comes with, uh, let's quote, the infamous in-app purchases. Of course. Which are uh, 
you know, something that the kids will spend their parents' money on. And well, but you can bit- earn the virtual currency also by fulfilling the needs of your Tamagotchi. And right. in the new game, it even has a bathroom meter. So I don't know, yeah. you're supposed to walk it to the bathroom. I'm not really sure. Yeah. Um, you can earn coins by playing mini games in the entertainment section of the app. This looks like a major time suck, but I'm seeing Uncle Bill on top of this. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I will tell you there's a game. You know, I test a lot of games so we can talk about it on the show. And there's a game, an iPad game called uh, Farm Story. And you build, you know, it's you build your own farm up and you get your farm animals. And then after you have a cow, a milk, and a pig, and after you milk them and get, you know, the eggs and get the bacon from the cow, they flop over on their side because they're tired and they can't function anymore till you refeed them and you go oh my god i don't want them so it keeps you going because you right well i remember when you were playing that and you were sending out notifications whether you knew it or not (laughs) uh yeah probably you didn't know yeah you know and oh no mark's cow died what can i do (laughs) <laughs> Very sad. Send me, please send me some uh, some hay or bale or whatever. Yeah, it is right. No, it was hay bales or something that you needed. It was all yeah, pretty was funny. Like I never commented, but <laughs> yeah. Oh well, thanks a lot. Did you ever send me uh, anything to help my cow? No, I didn't play play the game. So, so mean. So, You're I, so mean. I, so, I didn't play the game. What could I say? I didn't have any well, bales of hay to send. Yeah. All right. Uh, so anyway, this one in particular uh, is they say that the in-app purchases are as expensive as $99. Can you imagine? I mean, can you imagine? Yeah. When, you're, when your parent, when your child racks up a bill and you get a $1,000 bill on your iTunes account and oh, suddenly yeah. it's 1000 bucks. Oh, my God. That's really crazy, isn't it? It is. I w- so I wanted to tell you one of the reasons we're going to have our guest coming on is I came out with a store a, saw a story on the internet called Elon Musk is a messianic huckster in the week.com and i shared it earlier today and uh if you read the article basically the world is you know starting to question him <laughs> question think? his sanity yeah um why have we allowed this lunatic a prominent place in our public and commercial life even his name makes him sound like a villain who convinces the Earth Federation <laughs> of the 4836 to trade in its fleet of perfectly serviceable, if somewhat old-fashioned, solar-powered starships for his sleek but shoddily made models that, allegedly, running on nothing but crystals from planet Phion. Oh I mean, yeah, gosh. I mean, everything all about the – and you know I've whined about him I, uh, in the show forever. So when I was in Barcelona, I met Will – Will Townsend. He's right. a senior analyst at More Insights and Strategy, and he mo- mainly focuses on carrier equipment providers, carrier services, and enterprise networking. So, like, he's a smart guy. He's, you know, probably really smarter about some of these things than we are, but okay, he's what, really a... Yeah, he we never is. have anybody on the show smarter than we are. What is that all well, about? Well, but we don't normally cover carrier equipment providers. So that's, yeah, we're no, safe, that's true. right? No, we we yeah, don't. That's true. Enterprise networking, we, we don't talk about that. Um, but he is a goofball. And, and that's one of the best parts of, um, of Will. So, Wade, right whenever you get Will on the line, you can interrupt us and uh, we'll start talking to him. But, yeah, I mean. Very uh, interesting. Lately, I mean, some of this stuff is like crazy lately. Do you wonder, do you question his his sanity at all? 
Well, you know, he's clearly a genius. I mean, I have no doubt in my mind. Oh, he's clearly guy, a real, yeah. a really rich guy. <laughs> well, well, for sure. Who can really, spend well, his I money on whatever the heck pleases him. Although he did uh, actually, I think, if I remember correctly, he's gone bankrupt a couple of times. Uh, so, you know, he's he's a dreamer who thinks he can do a million things at once, and maybe he would be far better off concentrating on one thing before he goes off to a hundred other things. So, you know, that I think that's part of his biggest problem. I, the, the question is, and we don't know, is he a con man? You know, well, or is he... In this- in this article, it says the truth about Musk, though, is that for all his visionary cant, there is nothing especially revolutionary about him. He is, in fact, a typical example of a type that is painful, painfully familiar in American life, the shamanic huckster. I mean, that's P.T. Barnum, right? I mean, that's what yeah. we're talking about. That's right. what we're talking about. Although he actually um, did produce things. I mean, the Tesla did, in fact, come out. Cars have come out. So it's not dumb. like he didn't ever produce a car. Well, I mean, you know, a lot of people are driving Teslas around, so there's some legitimacy. Uh, SpaceX has launched their, you know, their rockets, and they have put uh, satellites in orbit. Uh, but how much can you do at once that every time it costs you a gazillion dollars to do a new thing? I mean, that's tough. Well, you know, he sells some more flamethrowers or something. Yeah, I, I still really want one of those. I really want to find through. Your wife Wade, won't let you have yeah, I, yeah. Okay, Wade one won. quick thing. Jim Katzman just said United Airlines compensates displaced passengers with complimentary Samsung Note 7s. <laughs> and he posted a picture. It's funny. So, oh, hi, Will. Funny. We got Will, a crazy group here. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you, Marsha? Well, I introduced you. I told everybody how really smart you were and how you were smarter than most people. But I did say you were a goofball. I am. <laughs> totally a goofball. And uh, we were in Barcelona together, and we started talking about Elon Musk. And That's you pointed right. out to me that you had a post on LinkedIn. Um, right. And I told everybody you were one of the first people to reserve a Model 3. So tell us what the story is. Yeah. So um, I was uh, fortunate enough to uh, place a reservation through an employee connection and the public might not know this, but employees weren't given discounts, but they were able to place orders ahead of the general population before the 1,000 reservations that trailed. So and, you've got uh, yours now, right? What's that? So you've got your Tesla, right? I do not. Oh, okay. Wait, what? Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Well, the plot, the plot gets thicker. So, um, again, I was one of the first with the reservations uh, back in November – my friend called me and said, hey, Will, um, you, can, you can pick your model, um, but if you want to get your car immediately, um, you have to upgrade to the uh, extended range model, basically additional batteries. And so I asked, you know, what, so what's the cost? He said, well, it's about $50,000. Oh, like, I'm like, oh, hold on. I, I wanted to order the $35,000 model that I think the other 400,000 people wanted to order as well. And, uh, well, he said, you know, um, then just kind of they'll hold your place in line, and uh, they'll get back to you. And then about a oh. month ago, I read the news that Tesla basically has stated publicly that they will not ship any of the standard models until next year. Whoa! Now, how long yeah, have they? How much was your deposit, and how long have they had it? So my my deposit was a thousand dollars, and so I don't remember exactly when they started taking reservations with the general public. I think it was June, July. Do the math on that. Times four hundred thousand reservations. They collected four hundred million dollars based on promoting that base thirty-five thousand dollar model. 
Wait, wait, Will, are you telling us that you were not willing to pay $85,000 for your $35,000 car? That's embarrassing. No, sir. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is a crazy story. Yeah, so then, and, you know, and what's interesting, I posted this to LinkedIn, and over 11,000 people viewed it. And so I, I think there are a few extra people that kind of agree with my assessment of the situation. What were the comments? Did you get any comments? A lot of the comments were, how do I cancel my reservation, ironically? And how does one cancel a reservation? Um, apparently, you, you go to the website, and you enter your, your reservation number, and you've got to jump through a few hoops, but eventually you, um, you get it canceled. There were a few people that commented on my post. Some sounded easier than others, but others sounded difficult, and it was kind of cryptic to, to, to do that. So it's, and, and how it's long was it before they got their checks? Well, um, there were still people that commented on my post that are, that are still waiting for their check. I'm still waiting <laughs> for my check, by the way. And you and did I this one a month, ago. Help. A month, okay. Yeah. Wow, that is nuts. Now you were saying you told me that tes- about sixty over sixty Tesla employees read the post too. I yeah, you know, in fact, I just checked the analytics. Sixty-seven to be exact, the year that I was born. So I'll date myself there for <laughs> for a moment. But yeah, over sixty-seven. Wow, I could be your Tesla. babysitter. <laughs> but she was mine she could be yours there you go um what's interesting is that you know and i've also shared this on on facebook and and on um you know twitter not not one single time has tesla even acknowledged anything and it's just i find that you know it's 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 terrible it's like hey you know it's it's an issue why don't you acknowledge it so but I, you know apparently they're just they're being very mute now did you buy one of the boring company Hats? I did not. <laughs> I'm not Flame that much of a fan. <laughs> flamethrower? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah well, we all you know, want flamethrower. What's interesting to me, you know, Mark and Marcia, is that, you know, it just seems like um, that Tesla is spreading itself very, very thin. I mean, the announcement on, on the semis, they recently announced the crossover, the, the Model Y. Right. And then Elon was actually in Austin where I live. Uh, for South by Southwest and actually presented at the interactive portion. And a friend of mine snapped a picture of an electric bus at a Tesla showroom in North Austin. So it's like, I mean, what, what more does, does Mr. Musk want to focus on versus, you know, getting these Model 3s out the door that he promised, you know, the public. It's like, you know, here's an affordable, you know, beautiful car for, for 35 grand. He's just not delivering on that, on that commitment and promise. Hmm. Wow. Well, from what I understand, I don't, I'm not good at math, but he sold 50000 of of the hats for $20 a piece. Interesting. So that you would be a million dollars. Yeah, he sold, he sold 20,000 flamethrowers at uh, how much was that? <laughs> I, oh, I don't know. It was $500 per flamethrower. He sold... Ooh, I don't remember the amount that he actually sold now. but I, I'm sold, on it uh, right now. He's sold 20000 Okay. And that equals $10 million. <laughs> I think the three of us should make a tech radio something and, and sell it to people. <laughs> well, we do have a tech radio sure. hat. We do, Marsha. We can sell the tech radio hat. Nobody wants it. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> so, Will, you're always deep into analysis. Now, he's got all these yeah. little toys that he throws out. Uh, right. Obviously, in my mind, he's just earning extra money for what? I think it's yeah, it's it's milk money, right? You know, it's like who knows? You know, to to pay for the gas that goes in his Learjet, who knows? But uh, it's just it's obvious to me that you know 
this guy, he's a mile wide and an inch deep, you know, and he's into like all these <laughs> different things. And I mean, Marsha, you and I have been talking about like he's, he's launching some sort of comedy channel or, or something bizarre. Yeah, that's right. That. He's start, starting a new media company. What the heck? He want, He loved The Onion so much. And The Onion <laughs> is funny, granted, but it ain't that funny. And he wanted to buy The Onion, and I understand they wouldn't sell it to him. So then he started making huge offers to the employees of The Onion. Uh, right. Did you hear more about it? Will, go ahead. I haven't heard. I haven't much heard much more about it. But you know, when you shared that article with me, Marsha, I kind of I kind of dug into it a little bit. But yeah, apparently he went and hired two of the top uh, Onion, you know, staffers, and they've been in this clandestine, you know, project, you know, and no one knows what what's happening. But then then he makes a comment like, you know, comedy is the next something. It's like, okay, well, I don't know how you monetize that other than maybe you you, you launch, you know, a stand up, you know you know, channel on the web, or I, I don't know. I don't know how you go monetize that, but he makes yeah, these that, really that, odd statements. <laughs> he that is, was I like, mean, a cl- go I ahead, say, clearly has ADD. I mean, you know, the guy can oh, yeah. one project at once. Uh, I did, however, order the semi with the flamethrowers attached. So I'm waiting for that. That hasn't come yet, but I'm thinking Beautiful. it should be here any day. Yeah, I mean, I think what's that's the, a pretty cool thing. What's What's the sticker on that one, Mark? <laughs> Uh, that's about. I think it's about six hundred thousand, and then you, but you have to, to add put a ten thousand dollar deposit, right? Well, right. no, a million dollars. It was a million dollar deposit for the six hundred thousand, and then of course the flamethrowers are five hundred bucks a piece. So that was added another thousand dollars to the cost. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's coming soon. I should be by your neighborhood uh, very soon. No, it's really crazy. So I assume you would never buy a Tesla product. Well, no, he's got I, an order. I, I canceled in. the reservation. Yeah. You did. Yeah, exactly. I did. Uh, I'm disappointed. I thought you were going to like ride this out till a desperate end. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I think you did the right thing, no. probably. Yeah, I think you know, so. I, I mean, I do have to say that the people that I know that own Teslas swear by them. They love the car. Right. You know, I've never had anybody say anything negative that I'm aware of. But you know, so the car itself it appears to be a sound car. They just can't mm-hmm. produce anything they claim that they're uh, able to do. So it's a pretty strange story. Yeah, well, you, really is. Will, you and I were talking um, just just the other day about the cars and how much he has really put out. How many cars has he really sent out with all the money he's got? I, by my estimation, he's probably it's probably the thirty cars that were included in that. That remember when that big unveiling that they had, and you know they gave the keys to thirty people, the first yeah. thirty. Yeah. Well, yeah. guess what? Those were like ninety nine point nine percent of those folks were were Tesla employees. Oh, <laughs> okay. I learned that I, you know behind the scenes. So it was that was all for pomp and, and show for sure. So Mark, you you're know, a finance guy. I am. Um, at what point does fraud jump in here anywhere? Well, I mean, you know, the if you take orders for something and you cannot produce it over a period of time you know you get a certain amount of delays before you're allowed to say "Uh oh give me my money back so the fraud comes in first where if they don't well you said you have not gotten your deposit back no. correct no haven't. okay so, you know they have a certain period and did they say how long on the website it would take to get the money back no okay well at some point if he doesn't return the deposits of those that are canceled that's mm-hmm. fraud you know, mm-hmm. if uh, if he takes money and he uh, never produces the car, I suppose that could be considered fraud. You know, it's kind of a gray area because he might say, "Oh, well, we're delayed till 2027." You know, and right. then if he's a, if he's willing to return 
the thousand dollars to the people in a timely manner, then I guess he scoots. So I don't know. I'm really not. Well, sure. Mark, I write a lot in my books because I write about e-commerce. The right. Federal Trade Commission has a thing called the 30-day rule, mm-hmm. and that is if you put something up for sale. You take people's money, and I think the way he got around it is by making it deposits versus reservations. They call it a reservation, right? Right. Um, But like with the hats and the flamethrowers, he's going to have to get those out because the Federal Trade Commission has this 30-day rule that if you don't deliver – well, when you take people's money, you have to give them a clear delivery date. And if you don't meet that clear delivery date, you're in violation of FTC rules. Right. So yeah, there you uh, go. I think there's a lot to see. Anything else, uh, Will? You've been observing on the well, Tesla scene. Yeah, I mean, Marcia, you're very knowledgeable about you know FTC rules, and I I, I throw this question at you as well to get your get your you know your input and feedback. But I mean, is what is what he's done? Is it could it be called bait and switch, or lost leader? Or I mean, is there anything? I think it's worse than that. that. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I think when you're talking about two for one snuggies on TV, that's uh, bait and switch. <laughs> right. I mean, but they're so it's, comfortable. It, they're so comfortable. It's only bait and switch if he doesn't produce the car that he said was available. So the right. answer is yes, you could call it that. If ultimately he says we're not going to produce these cars, the only way you can buy it is to spend another thirty five thousand dollars and get the more expensive one. So for an extra battery or whatever. Yeah, for, for the extra battery, right? Exactly. And I don't even know how much. Do you know how how much distance that extra thirty five thousand dollars got you I don't you know I don't know because they say the standard range it's all published on their website I think the standard range is is like right around 200 miles and I think with the additional battery maybe you get another 50 to 60 miles so it's not I mean for for the delta for the for the difference in price mm-hmm. I don't I don't get the value and you know what's also interesting is that he he likes to open his mouth and things just fall out at times and right. he's even said that hey if they sell the base model they don't make any money so it's 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 pretty apparent to me that they're they're using this sort of hey upgrade to, to get it sooner because I mean they're they're probably underwater on the bill of material when they add it all up you know and they've never produced a high volume um, vehicle you know well these, before these we run out of time I want to ask yeah. you one question we've discussed yeah. this and I've gone over the numbers because you know I'm crazy obsessive when it comes to details mm-hmm. how much does it cost to charge the damn car every night if you're using it every day. That's a good question, and right? I, I don't think people have have done that math, you know, to figure. Okay, what's what, so? What's the difference going to be between my gas, you know, the gas right? bill that I pay every right? month and my electricity bill going up? Yeah. So that, that's and a we'll great have question. to come back with that because we got to go to break. Will, thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate it. Thanks, thanks, Will. Thank you, Marcia. Thank you. You are listening to Computer and Technology oh, Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there, too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com on your phone and in your ear everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com. 
I've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town. Yes, it is. I'll do a slice of pepperoni, slice of vegetarian. You got it. And I will pay for all of that in three days. In three days? <laughs> What's that mean? Well, wait, you accept credit cards. That money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway. I need my money quicker. At Chase, we hear you. With Express Funding, card payments are in your Chase account the next business day. Go to chase.com slash express funding. Chase for business, so you can. Compensated participation, all businesses are subject to credit approval. Not all clients are eligible for next business day funding and additional terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. You've heard me talking about Progressive Medical Center. They have helped me feel my best. And Dr. Goley, tell us a little bit about integrative medicine. Why is that such a big deal at Progressive Medical Center, and how can that make me feel better? Integrative medicine is just good medicine. It's combining the best of traditional medicine, nutritional medicine, natural medicine, and really helping the patient get to the root cause so they can take control of their health and really make an impact to improve not only their energy, their vitality, and just their overall outlook on their health and their life. I procrastinated for a long time before I finally made an appointment. So why should someone not delay and go ahead and get set up and come see you guys? Any journey begins with that first step. And that first step means making a decision to recognize that there's something wrong with you. Whether you have fatigue, inappropriate weight gain, not sleeping well, not concentrating, all of these issues, you can get to the root cause. So many of us here at The Fish have gotten help from Progressive Medical Center. So why don't you find out more from them today? Go to ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it well. Education, industry experts, back to the basics. Is your company using the Internet of Things to its fullest potential? Enlist the Peggy Smedley Institute and its team of experts to create a customized plan for how to apply the IoT to your specific needs. Learn everything you need to know to achieve tangible business outcomes in today's digital economy. Contact us at 630-933-0844 at 630-933-0844 or visit learnitiot.com. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. 